Hey there, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Steph Demetrius. I'm so excited that you are here to join me on a journey of getting curious about your intuition and to learn how to turn up the volume to the voice of your soul while grounding your spiritual experiences in this beautiful life. This podcast is about giving a voice to your soul so that you can uncover the parts of you that you may not understand yet, but you deeply desire to. I'll be right here on this journey with you as each episode, I will bring lessons and practical supportive tools as I share my personal journey with you. Thank you for being here and I'm really excited to share this space with you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to episode 66 of the Ignite Your Intuition podcast series. Today's episode is part two in the intuitive goals and intuitive guidance along the way to achieving them series. Um, And before I get into this, I just wanted to say that if you haven't listened to the first part, head back and listen to it. It is number um, 63. So head back and listen to number 63 first before you listen to this one, if you haven't, just so you can hear the whole first part of the story and, and my practices and ways that I receive this goal that I'm working on and how I got started and the whole, the whole start of the journey. So I also, before we get started on this topic in today's episode, want to say that no matter what your goal is, Uh, The practices and the tools that I use are relevant. So my goal is running, which you'll hear about or you may have heard about in episode um, number 63. But if yours isn't running, it doesn't matter. It could be absolutely anything. It could be art, could be writing a book, could be starting a new course. It could be anything, could be absolutely anything you can think of that you want to set a goal around in life. And you can use the tools and the practices and the lessons that you might learn from my story and my experience and apply that to the goal that you want to set or what it is that you want to achieve or experience in life. So as I record this, I, my first, the first episode, I was sharing with you how I'm training to run a half marathon and that my goal is to run it before I turn 40. Now, I do want to say that um, I didn't specify this part in the first episode, but it is really important to know that when I asked the universe for the goal and I received like the full body excitement every time running dropped into my head, that was the goal. The goal was to start running. I put the timeline of let's do it by my 40th on top of that. So that specific part of the goal wasn't given to me by the universe. I went, oh, okay. There's 10 months till my 40th. Let's use that as a bit of a benchmark and a goal at the time. So I'm actually glad I did though, because my 40th is only, cut. Oh, actually it's next Friday. It's only uh, a week and a half, almost two weeks away. And I'm sadly not going to be running the full length of the half marathon before I turn 40. But there's so much within that. Um, having that goal drove me to being able to run just a couple of weeks ago, 12 K straight without stopping and my body feeling mostly strong apart from a bit of a hip ache towards the end, which is why I'm not going to be running the full half marathon next by next Friday, which I'm okay with now, but I'm going to share that process with you too, because that was a whole big process of accepting that I'm not going to do it. And then the timeline's going to look different. Um, but yeah, the, the, the main goal for me was just start running, run, just move your body and run. And as I shared in the first episode, which is number 63, 
there's there was a massive journey already within the the kind of first seven or eight months of that journey just enormous so many lessons so much healing so much shifting of old energies through my body through this running process like honestly if I didn't run any further than where I'm at today I'm honestly so content with having got back to running 12 kilometers straight because about four months ago I didn't feel like I was going to do it I knew in some part of me I was like yes this this is this is the goal this is what I want to do but in my body at that stage I did not feel like I was going to be able to do it because I wasn't there I didn't couldn't see all the stepping stones align. I couldn't see how it was all going to unfold. And that is a part of the journey is that a few weeks ago, I had to kind of sit and go, okay, what is my big goal moving forward? And this is what this episode is about. This is about being well into your goal and into practicing all the steps and to bring it to life. And you get to this stage where it's like, okay, some things are going how I would prefer them not to go a couple of roadblocks are coming up. What am I going to do with that? So this is basically an episode on a bit of a a review and reassessment of where your goal is at, where you're at within achieving it and what you need to do moving forward. So I think this is a really, really important part of the process because like I mentioned in the first episode, achieving our goals is not linear. There are going to be bumps in the road. There are going to be roadblocks. There are going to be things that come up that we did not expect or that we did not want to happen that get in the way of this like beautiful linear road to achieving our goals. And this is where life gets in. This is where the humanness comes into it. And this is where the lessons that we need to learn come into it. And a very constant lesson for me within this running journey is surrender. And just in life in general, and I think many of us can can see that fitting into our lives. And, you know, one of the biggest parts for me around surrender is having got to the 10K mark, which was about four weeks ago, I ran my 10Ks. At about 8Ks, I started to feel a, a, just a really light ache in my hip, but I kept going because it was only minimal. Got to 10Ks, felt okay, recovered pretty well. Um, the hip pain, hip, hip ache disappeared. The next week I did my 12K run and the hip ache didn't start till about the 10K mark. I kept going till 12Ks. And then for a few days after that, it was niggly and annoying me. And I really had to sit with it and go, okay, I needed to change the structure of the rest of my week of training. So I completely changed that, did more rehab and recovery work and really sat with, all right, let's just see how this goes. I'll work around it. I knew at that point that I could feel some muscle imbalances really showing themselves. And it didn't happen until this stage because I had a certain amount of muscle strength there, obviously, that would get me up until the 10, 12K mark. And then... That I, I kind of had to reframe that hip ache, that hip pain is my body telling me we need to change the plan. We need to just pause the increasing Ks and work on hip stability and work out those imbalances so that we can get to the next level. So I had to do that reframe because I had to go, right, what is my body telling me? Because I believe that pain is our body telling us something is going on. You need to pay attention. Something has to change. So I had to pause and just listen to that and go, okay, what's my body telling me? Uh, My body is telling me that, you know, we need to do a bit more strengthening at this, at this sort of um, distance of running before we go any further. So I've pulled right back. I actually haven't, I've done two runs in the last three and a half weeks as I've been really sick. As you might be able to hear, I sound a little bit nasal today because I'm just on the very tail end of a cold um, that was a flu and a sinus thing and all these things over the last few weeks that stopped me from running completely. 
And that as well, the timing of those that happened just after I hurt my hip and yeah, it was again like the universe, like earlier in the year when I hurt my toe and I literally couldn't put a shoe on for six weeks. This sort of cold version, this hip was kind of like the universe saying, all right, let's just slow down and pause, gain some perspective. You need to surrender again. You need to completely let go of this date that you have in mind of running this half marathon by your 40th, which now to me doesn't even matter. But a few weeks ago, it really did. I had to kind of, I sat there one afternoon with my husband and had a chat with him and I was telling him what I was experiencing and saying how even if I take a few weeks off now, I'm probably not going to reach the half marathon distance by even if I keep training by my birthday and how devastating that was to me. And I had a bit of a cry about that and just processed it. For me, crying is one of the most powerful ways to process emotions. So I'm a big crier when I'm processing stuff. So I sat there, had a cry, got it out, felt really cathartic. And then I turned and I said to him, but at the same time, I freaking ran 12Ks nonstop and he knows how much that means to me. And, and for me, you know, having had three kids within the last 10 years and two of my babies are big babies, I had natural birth, my pelvic floor has not been great throughout those years. That was my big like Achilles heel when it comes to running. That was my big fear was and my big roadblock was that my pelvic floor is not great and... I'm probably never going to run that far again. I was at the point at two, you know, even early this year, where running around the park chasing my kids wasn't great too with my pelvic floor. And that just became this, right, let's turn this into, let's turn it into a practice. Let's let's spin this around. Let's totally flip it and go, right, let's put alarms on three times a day to do your exercises. And I did all that and it was amazing. Like when I ran the 12Ks, my pelvic floor was amazing. My core felt great. Just this little hip thing that came up, which now I'm working on. And it's just given me like a different direction to focus on for a little bit before I start to increase the Ks again. So I am still so connected to that initial goal of running. And I really want to get to the stage where I can do the half marathon, the full marathon. And eventually I want to do a, an ultra marathon, maybe just like a 60K. I don't, I feel like a hundred K feels crazy in my head for an ultra marathon. So maybe like a 60K ultra marathon. Um, but that's like a couple of years down the track. I'm just focusing at the moment on getting the, the hip, um, stability going and working out those imbalances that are going on there. But that whole process of allowing myself to be okay with not reaching the goal when I wanted is just trusting in the universal timing of things. And my process for that, like I mentioned, was having a chat with someone about it processing it processing it could look so different for me it's having a good cry and like releasing the physical tension and energy in my body it could mean doing some journaling could mean having like a healing session talking to a psychologist talking to a friend um processing can be so many things you might want to write down and burn it or you might you know it could processing we do in so many different ways um so yeah that was my way of processing it and i'm at the stage now where I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay with whenever I get to that half marathon distance, it will be amazing and it will be so perfect because I will have learned the things I needed to along the way and I will have got my hip rebalanced and and really strengthened for that next set of increasing the kilometers right up to the half marathon distance and beyond and continuing to check in. And if we put a little bit of framework around this, because I feel like I have so much to share in this episode, especially because it's been a few weeks since I've recorded one. I wanted to put a bit of framework around this. So when we get to the stage where we're well into doing all the things to achieve our goal, I wanted to put kind of like a, a sort of a three-step process into this. So the first step within the reviewer and revisiting your goal 
is just to notice, are the wheels starting to come off a little bit? Am I, and that, that could look like, are there big fears and excuses that are getting louder and more crafty in our mind? Like, are we come, is our ego coming up with new excuses as to why we can't do the things? Is our ego starting to really doubt and throw these big fears into our mind? That was happening for me a little bit along the way when I had sick kids at home and I just went, no, do you know what? My kids can sit down and they can watch TV. I can run up and down the street out the front while I do my training because nothing is getting in the way of my training. And I had 12 amazing weeks of, of just feeling so free in my running, which was amazing, which was because of all the things I'd done beforehand. So that became this space of like, I'm not letting excuses get in the way. Part of the wheels falling off for me was around me having hip pain and going, okay, I've got to actually change the whole structure of my program now, my running program. So I have to revisit that and go, what's working for me now? What does my body need from me now? What does my energy need from me now? And how can I give it that, but still stay connected to my why and my goal? And my why is running because it just helps me feel free. I love it. I feel incredible when I run. And also it just lit me up when I asked for that goal last November, which now is 12 months ago, almost 12 months ago. Um, yeah, my whole body lit up. So it's connecting back into that feeling of, of what is the goal? The goal for me is to run. And every time I think about that, I, I just get this like feeling of lightness, ease, peace, freedom in my body. So really staying connected to that. Um, also when looking at like what, how the wheels are falling off, uh, boundaries becoming too flexible and blurred. So boundaries in terms of like, am I skipping sessions? Am I, um, you know, am I making excuses for why I can't do this session or why I can't do that? Like I've noticed that come in a lot now because my schedule has changed and I'm not doing as much running. I'm doing more hip strengthening. I'll have this excuse of, oh, you know, I'll just do that tomorrow. But I'm really noticing now, especially now that I've processed and surrendered the date that this goal needs to happen of this half marathon, it's like, okay, let's get back on track. Let's get back into scheduling like I was doing, like on a Sunday, schedule all the sessions for the week. Look at the week ahead. Look at what is happening around kids and work and family life and all the things and put those sessions in, like schedule them in my diary, like brushing my teeth, like eating, like going to work, like taking the kids to school, make them as important. Come back to that, that space of making them as important because they are super important. Um, Another way you can notice that the wheels are coming off is your motivation is waning. So the motivation is dropping. You're finding that, you know, it's easy to make excuses. It's easy to miss a session here or there of what you've planned, you know, on those stepping stones to reaching your goal. Um, You're starting to feel like, oh, this is really hard work. And yeah, you're just not feeling it. Um, So that's the first, the first sort of step is to notice how the wheels are coming off for you. How, how things feel like they're kind of falling apart and, you know, not going to plan essentially. What, what's actually happening? What does that look like? The second step for me is figuring out how to combat these. So once I figured out how the wheels are falling off and how I'm feeling unmotivated and like it's not flowing like it was and being in that space, sitting in that discomfort of it not happening how I wanted to, processing all that, which I think is such an important part. I think it can be so easy to go, okay, these are the things that are happening. This is what it looks like for the wheels falling off for me. Let's just power on through and figure out an answer. I really think if we want to stay consistent and if we want to really achieve our goals 
actually acknowledging the emotions around it and acknowledging if we're feeling frustrated or upset or sad or deflated or whatever it is, actually sitting with those emotions and you don't even need to know what they are. It will show up as a sensation in your body. And this is such a massive part of the work that I do in my energy balance sessions in person and online is figuring out where the resistance is sitting in your body and simply feeling it. So for me, I had a lot of frustration in my head and having a big cry for me or like release that tension and allowed the energy behind those emotions to flow out and release. And my whole head and physical body felt lighter after I did that as an example. So you might figure out for you, okay, what am I feeling? Where's the tension in my body? How can I release that? I can sit and feel it. I can move with it. I might want to sing it out. I might want to shake it out. Um, There's so many different ways that we can release energy and emotions in our body, but just allowing yourself to feel it and process it will then allow your intuition to become really clear because if those emotions are still there and they're stagnant hanging around, the next step of trying to come up with how we're going to combat that and how we're going to move forward and how we're going to evolve and and create a new um, practice moving forward, those answers will drop in effortlessly once we've processed the emotions of the first stage. So I did that. I processed all that. And then I was like, okay, this is what we're doing moving forward. It, might, it gave me energy, energetic and mental clarity and emotional clarity. So then there was that space for my intuition to say, okay, you've processed that. Awesome. This is the next step. This is how we're going to move forward. So A big part of once you've processed, a big part of that second step of combating or creating a new program or creating new steps moving forward is to reconnect with your why. And this is a real common thread through this episode is reconnecting with your why. Why are you doing this? Why is this goal important to you? Um, What is it about it that lights you up inside? Like reconnect with that. When you first received that, that goal that you asked the universe for, however you received it, how did your body feel? reconnect with that feeling in your body, reconnect with that moment. Just remember where you were when you received it, how you received it, how it dropped in, how your body felt. And you will receive so much renewed energy from that practice of reconnecting with your why um, to propel you forward. And that will also help you allow more of the intuitive guidance to come in. And that's a big part of this whole process and, and what I wanted to also be a common thread and to share with you through these, these sort of mini series is that we can keep coming back to our intuition and asking, you know, why is this happening? Why now? What's going on? Like when I hurt my hip and then I had a few weeks of sickness that completely stopped me from running whatsoever. I was so frustrated initially. And I think it's again, really important to acknowledge those emotions. I was so frustrated. I was angry. I was pissed off and I couldn't do my running because it was giving me so much in so many different ways. And I had this goal in my head that has changed now, which I've come to terms with through that practice. But it just was like this space of, all right, things have got to change. How are we going to do this now? And it was through processing all of that that really, really made the biggest difference. So once we've reconnected with that energy, of how we receive the goal and when we receive the goal, it just yeah opens up that space for our intuition to come in. And, and that intuition is such, such an important part, as I was just saying, is that it's such a common thread through this whole experience because all of the answers lie within our intuition and we don't need to know more than the step that's in front of us. 
I think as humans, we want to plan out the whole thing and we want it to be really linear and perfect. And that's just not the human experience because there are lessons to learn along the way. So yeah, this, this practice of coming back to our intuition as often as possible during, during the, the journey is just invaluable because that's where all the answers lie. And for me, as I mentioned, being sick, I said to my intuition, look, you know, I've hurt my hip. Now I'm sick. What is going on? Like, what's the lesson in this? Thank you for some guidance. Thank you for showing me the lesson. And the big lesson for me was surrender the timeline and trust in the universe's timeline. And then, you know, it was the smaller information that I was receiving from my intuition of, you know, you need to do more hip um, exercises. These are the ones you need to do. This is how you need to structure it. And I got kind of really quite in-depth, specific information via my intuition about what I actually need to do now. Like on this stepping stone that I'm standing on, what does that look like? What do I have to do? So I'm putting that into practice now. But I wouldn't have received that had I not have processed all those emotions and ask my intuition, come back and just say, hey, hey, universe, hey, soul, thanks for showing me some guidance right now. I'm feeling a bit lost and confused. Thank you for showing me. So having that sort of constant communication and connection in with our intuition along the way is so important. And I just wanted to share um, one more thing at the end. So going back and just revisiting those three steps, we've got the first step, which is figuring out how you're falling off the bandwagon or how the wheels are falling off for you and what that looks like, like what's the roadblock? What does it actually look like for you? And writing these things down is really helpful too. I've been doing that just to get it out of my head. Number two is sit and process, process the feelings that are coming up for you, process those emotions, process, process, process it all. And then number three is figuring out your new plan. What does it look like? And that will drop in after we've done that processing step number two. So then once you've revisited the processing and then you've really worked on shedding all those emotions and working through them and letting them all go and just allow them to be there for as long as they need to be. It took me a couple of weeks to really, really work through it and really, really shift them. And once I got to that space of feeling like, oh, it doesn't matter. The timeline does not matter doesn't matter if I run this half marathon by my 40th because look what I've already achieved and and seen. And that brings us to to a final kind of step just at the end of the third step is having gratitude, having looking back and having gratitude for where you have come from, from the very start to where you are now. Look at what you've achieved so far. It can be so easy for us as humans. We like to look forward and go, right, what's coming next? What's coming next? You know, achieving that goal and just focusing on the future. But it's so important to come back and go, okay, look, this is when I started. This is where I started. This is what I could do back then. Well, this is where I was within the goal. And now look at how much I've achieved. Like I might not be achieving the goal by the date I wanted, but that's okay. I'm learning to surrender and trust in the universal timing. I'm saying this to myself as much as you guys <laughs> in this process. But then also looking back and going, wow, for me, it was looking back and going, I ran 12 kilometers nonstop. I haven't done that in 11 years. And six months ago, I didn't feel like I could do it. So that in itself is freaking amazing. And like I mentioned, as I was having my processing around releasing the goal of doing the half marathon by my 40th, I also had tears of joy and gratitude. Like, honestly, my whole body lit up with just this peace and excitement around. I ran 12 kilometers nonstop and being so proud of myself and sharing that with someone too. I was sharing it with my hubby and he was like, that's amazing. Like, You've run so far and you didn't feel like you could do it. Like he's been there with me through the whole process. And yeah, just having that like just little mini celebration, that gratitude was so important because then it allows you to go, okay, 
That's awesome. That's where I've come from. This is where I'm at. And this is what's happening moving forward. The road doesn't look the same as what I'd planned. We're taking a little detour. We'll come back to the road. The timing will be different, but that's okay. What What's the lesson in it that I had to learn? So I'm just going to just recap over those um, steps one more time. So you've got the very first step is figuring out what your roadblock is right now, figuring out where you're feeling stuck. What does it look like? What does it feel like in your body? Step number two is processing the emotions around that. So feel all of it. Allow yourself to feel it. If you don't know how to do that and you would like some help, I'm more than happy to help you. I do this in my uh, my energy balance sessions online and in person. You can book those via my website at stephdemetrius.com or DM me for the info on Instagram at stephdemetrius. Uh, but yeah, allow yourself time to process and even surrendering how long it's going to take you to process. And then step number three is coming up with your new plan. Like what's the detour going to look like now? What's the new plan? What are the new steps? What's the new route going to be? And letting that drop in from your intuition. And then at the very end of that step, just sitting in gratitude for how far you've come, like reflecting and looking back on what you've achieved already. And I'm sure you will sit there and be amazed at, wow, I've done these things. I hadn't done these at the very start. Look how far I've come. So I hope today's episode has supported you in some way. I'm I'm really passionate, as you can tell, about intuition because the name of this podcast, but using it in our everyday lives and using it in areas where you might not have thought to previously, which is why I wanted to share this journey with you. And like I've mentioned in the last episode of this series, I don't know what the future holds. Like I'm still in that space of doing my little detour with my hip strengthening and rebalancing space at the moment. And I don't know when I'm going to run that half marathon and I'm going to really put my heart and soul into this detour at the moment and let that be my focus and know that I'm going to come back to that, that running and increasing my running case at some stage. So I really look forward to sharing the next part in this journey with you, because like I said in the last series and this one, I don't know what that's going to look like. And sitting here today, when I look back to that episode 63, I had no idea that what I shared with you today was going to be that. I had no idea what that was going to look like. So I look forward to sharing part three of this series with you whenever that happens Uh, in the next couple of months um, or maybe even to the start of next year. But I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope that you have been inspired by something that you've heard in this podcast episode today and sending you so much love and I can't wait to see you soon. Have a great day. Thank you so much for being here today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would absolutely love it if you're enjoying this podcast series to head on over and give this podcast a five-star rating and write a review so that more beautiful souls can find this podcast and feel inspired too. If you have any questions you would like answered on the podcast, feel free to email me at info at and I will answer those questions in upcoming episodes. If you are after more support and guidance with intuition, I have free resources and I am taking one-on-one sessions again online and in person. So you can head on over to www.stephdemetrius.com and have a look there. And I look forward to connecting with you soon. I will see you next week. Thank you.